Take Back Your Health is brought to you in part by Fiveta, premium organic hemp oil for everyday health. Visit us on the web at Fiveta.com. Welcome to Take Back Your Health. Your hosts are Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton, who will explain the shocking truths about health care, prescription drugs, food and supplement industries. They will help guide you to take back your power and feel great again. Now, here's Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton. Welcome, everybody. Today's going to be an amazing show. This was supposed to happen a couple of weeks ago. We have a lot of things to cover, but we're going to talk about the number one question that we get asked as an integrative medicine physician, as most physicians get asked every day, people in hospitals, people in clinics, more importantly, people at the gym, people working out, and on social media uh, that we see all the time. This number one question is, where do you get your protein? What are the best protein sources? And today we're going to give you the right answers, the correct clinically based information from a wonderful friend and colleague that I recently have met uh, at a Peapod conference uh, that we can also talk about later. Uh, his name is Dr. Milton Mills. Maureen will give him uh, an introduction in a second, but he was one of the uh, physicians and, and researchers and scientists and speakers and lecturers who was recently featured on the Netflix documentary, What the Health. If you haven't seen that tonight, go to Netflix or whatever movie channel thing you have and look up What the Health and you can learn more about some of the topics that we're going to talk about today. So Maureen, can you please give an introduction to Dr. Milton Mills? I'd love to. Dr. Milton R. Mills, MD, serves as Associate Director of Preventative Medicine for Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, PCRM, a group of doctors dedicated to promoting improved health care through better nutrition. Dr. Mills practices outpatient clinic-based medicine in Northern Virginia and works as a critical care physician with Fairfax Hospital in Fairfax, Virginia, and United Medical Center in Washington, D.C. Dr. Mills has lectured and given research seminars across the world on such topics as the negative impacts of meat and dairy consumption on human health, nutrition and HIV-AIDS, nutrition and cancer, and the dietary needs of various ethnic groups. He was recently featured in the documentary, What the Health? Dr. Mills graduated from Stanford University School of Medicine, internship at UCSF, and residency training at Georgetown University Hospital in Washington, D.C. Wonderful credentials. Dr. Mills' papers on race and diet have appeared in the Journal of the National Medical Association. So before we get started, I want to just throw out some statistics to set up why we're talking about protein and why this is such a big discussion of today. Worldwide, we're talking about approximately 300 million people with diabetes. One out of three people, Medicare dollars is spent on people with diabetes. One in 10 healthcare dollars is spent on people with diabetes. One in the U.S., one out of every four deaths now is from cancer. Two-thirds of adults are either overweight or obese. That's two-thirds of Americans. Seventy percent of deaths and morbidity are largely lifestyle-related uh, and are preventable. We have a $5 billion stent industry. We have a $35 billion statin industry. And we have a $172 billion cancer industries. And this is important because it's all related to what we're eating. Food is either going to be our medicine or it's going to be our poison. And protein is at the head of this discussion and debate that we start to see. So Dr. Milton, thank you for joining us today. And let's start off with the first question is, what is protein? 
Well, uh, protein uh, differs primarily from uh, carbohydrate in that it has the presence of nitrogen in it. And protein is used in the body for uh, structural purposes and also um, as certain hormones, uh, which are used for signaling uh, purposes in the body. But the primary uh, usage of uh, protein is uh, unstructured. Uh, so it, it's uh, used uh, for as muscle tissue, uh, uh, as uh, uh, connective tissue, uh, providing the scaffolding that uh, um, the calcium is deposited uh, on to build our bones. Um, it uh, is um, makes up the uh, blood cells that uh, carry our oxygen. Um, the hemoglobin proteins that actually capture the oxygen and deliver it to our tissues. So it, uh, it's absolutely essential uh, for life because all of the uh, chemical reactions that uh, help uh, sustain life are carried out, carried out by a variety of enzymes that in living organisms are all made from protein. So where do you get protein from? What are the sources and what are the differences in where you get protein from? Sure. So proteins are made up of from amino acids, and um, there are 20 different amino acids that make up the proteins of all living organisms. And um, the uh, protein that you find in uh, animal foods versus plant foods are all made up of the same 20 amino acids. The difference is are in the relative uh, uh, quantities of the various amino acids. So again, the uh, animal proteins, plant proteins are all made from the same 20 amino acids. The differences have to do with the relative amounts of the various amino acids. And the fundamental point that I want people to understand is that all protein is initially, or all amino acids and therefore all proteins is initially made by plant and only by plants. So any protein that you get from an animal or animal tissue is recycled plant protein because no animal has the ability to make protein or amino acids de novo. Um, and it's a misconception in Western societies that you need animal foods in order to get protein. And that's a, a deliberate uh, uh, mis uh, sort of misconception that's promulgated by uh, animal-based uh, agribusiness because they want people to buy their products. Mm -hmm. So they like people to think that in order to get protein, you have to eat meat or eat dairy or, you know, eat so-called seafood, uh, which is really not seafood, they're sea animals. Uh, they really, if you ask them, they would not consider themselves food. Um, and, um, and, and, and that's absolutely not necessary at all. Um, you know, many people think, oh, you know, I need protein, so I need to go out and eat, you know, uh, a, a piece of steak, which is actually the muscle from a cow. Well, cows don't eat steak, but obviously there's plenty of protein in their muscle tissue. Well, where do they get it from? They get it from the plants that they eat. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Most um, most people forget, like you know, cows, horses, uh, elephants, rhinoceroses. You know, the large uh, animals. Even the eight hundred pound gorilla uh, eats plants to keep all their muscle mass. And so, where do they get their protein? Is from their vegetarian or what we consider a vegan diet. Absolutely. And we've been so uh, programmed that when you go to a restaurant and you order a vegetable plate, a salad, whatever, they always say, what kind of protein do you want? I always laugh and say, it is protein. Right, right. Exactly. The, the, the largest, strongest uh, terrestrial animals on this planet are and always have been plant eaters. And that's that's always been the case, and including when the dinosaurs were walking the planet. The biggest, strongest dinosaurs were the herbivores, the plant eaters. Um, and in fact, the Western civilization if, uh, and civilization around the world was built on the backs of herbivores. We did not hitch our wagons and our plows uh, to the backs of bears and tigers and lions. We hitched them to horses and oxen and cows because only they had the strength and the stamina to pull plows all day long and to, you know, lift the, you know, the tons and tons of, of you know, bricks and, 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 and stone that, it, that we needed uh, uh, to, to build buildings and so forth. And so uh, it, it, the, the herbivores are truly the strongest animals that have ever walked the planet uh, and they can uh, uh, and they are that way because they have plenty of, of uh, energy and high quality protein from uh, the plant foods that they eat. So there's no differences in the, in the amino acids. Uh, there's amounts, but not no difference in the actual amino acid. There's no lack of amino acids. And we know that in the research showing that you can even eat just a few. Uh, you don't even have the food combined anymore, that the body does reserve and store amino acids in the gut and it does replenish. So certain civilizations and cultures eat you know, sometimes monocrops because that's all they were um, available uh, for their culture, yet they're still not deficient in any kind of uh, amino acid or protein structure. Yet we, you know, we always talk about food combining and it's good because you get a variety of foods a variety of other antioxidants phytonutrients and fiber and protein but the idea that you know that plant proteins are lacking something that always seems to be the argument now we do know that people you know males are, are recommended roughly about 60 grams a day females about 50 grams a day but the average americans having 100 to 140 grams sure. of animal protein causing a lot of kidney problems uh, uh liver problems heart disease problems uh you, you as a physician as a you know intensive care specialist internal medicine specialist you know, working in the hospital, seeing diseases of all parameters of people who are very, very sick in ICU, for example, these are chronic lifestyle conditions in general, aside of car accidents or some sure. kind of injury. Um, can you explain a little bit about what you've seen now in the last 20 years in terms of working in this field? Like, are, is it just like people coming in more and more and more just because of the standard American diet? Well, that, that's absolutely true because, you know, the, the sort of collective uh, uh, memory of humans is, is extremely short. It, it's barely a generation. And, uh, you know, Americans, Americans especially, uh, seem to have this idea that we have always eaten these uh, meat-centered diets where we have a plate that has some gigantic piece of meat with a sprinkling of vegetables around it. And that really has not 
been the case until relatively late uh, in the 20th century. Uh, prior to World War II, the vast majority of uh, Americans and Westerners in general were eating a primarily plant-based diet. And that is actually still true of the majority of people around the world, although that is changing as countries industrialize and try to adopt a more Western uh, lifestyle. And they are, of course, paying the price for it. Because when you look at a country like China, for instance, that uh, until, again, relatively recently in its history was a largely agrarian uh, 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 based uh, uh, economy and people ate, again, a uh, um, almost entirely plant-based diet with, you know, very small amounts of animal foods and as a result had very low rates of chronic diseases. But now that the country is becoming much more prosperous and has adopted a much more Western uh, uh, lifestyle and diet, in the large population centers where people are eating a lot more animal food, you are seeing skyrocketing rates of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and all of the typical problems that come along with a, a Western lifestyle. But um, as a, a critical care physician, yes, I am seeing the uh, uh, sequelae of the uh, Western diet. And um, a diet centered around animal foods creates tremendous problems in terms of uh, long-term health. It, so why don't we hold that, hold that thought? Because after the short break from our sponsors, okay. we're to get into what are the ramifications to your health, the negative health aspects of eating animal proteins and certain type of proteins. We're sure. also going to cover dairy, chicken, beef, pork, eggs. We're to get into the little specifics of those things. So stay tuned. This is a great show, everybody. You don't want to miss the answers to where do you get your protein here to take back your health with our special guest, Dr. Milton Mills. All right. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Fiveta's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fiveta.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A dot com. Do you want to know the secret to taking back your health? It starts with a healthy immune system. The immune system is your first line of defense against germs, bugs, and bacteria. Luckily, there is now a safe and easy way to boost your immune system. It's called Glucan 300. Glucan 300 is a highly purified supplement that's been clinically proven to double your immune response. 
Dozens of published studies prove that Glucan 300 is the best immune system supplement in the world. Go to purebetaglucan.com today to learn more. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Welcome, everybody. We're having a great discussion on protein uh, with our special guest, Dr. Milton Mills. But first, I want to give a shout-out to one of our sponsors, uh, Glucan 300. Go to purebetaglucan.com and look at how you can understand and use in your health regimen the number one clinically tested in vitro and vitro and in vivo supplement for keeping your immune system strong. Also, bossmeric.com, uh, B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C.com for the natural anti-inflammatory of choice that we use and recommend every day. So we're we talking about- Glucan 300 in children's. Yeah, we even have a chewable uh, gummy now. So um, thank you very much. So today we're, we're talking about protein. We're talking about all the health ramifications. Um, Milton here is, uh, Dr. Milton is an ICU specialist and as well as internal medicine and all. Seeing the rise of diseases, right? Let's talk about one of the biggest things that we see marketing is milk. And, you know, does it do the body good? Does it increase bone density? Um, can you start ex- explaining the, the concept of milk and, oh you know, and human milk versus animal protein milk? Sure. Oh, God. Uh, it's like, where, 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 <laughs> where to begin? Do I jump um, off the building again? Is yeah. the um, uh, first of all, I, I think it, it's, uh, it's, it's good to step back and ask what milk is. Milk is a biological fluid that is produced by female mammals that's designed to do uh, a couple things. It is designed, one, to uh, provide energy and growth stimulation for young mammals. So it literally stimulates the young baby mammal to grow. Uh, and so, for instance, bovine milk um, is designed to take an 80-pound calf and cause it to turn into a 600-pound uh, cow at the end of one year. But the other thing that it has to do is uh, baby mammals are born with very immature immune systems. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that uh, uh, mammalian milk is designed to do is to stimulate 
uh, uh, the uh, baby's immune system to mature and, um, and become active. And, uh, and that's very good and very important for an immature infant. But when hum adult humans uh, take in uh, milk into their systems, one, they shouldn't be stimulating their cells to grow. And two, they already have an intact immune system. So what happens when they take this compound into their bodies? Well, they stimulate a, uh, um, a gene system called TOR, T-O-R, that actually causes cell proliferation and has been linked to a number of cancers, including breast cancer, prostate cancer, uh, and if I'm not, if I remember correctly, uh, certain leukemias, um, and also the immuno immunostimulatory aspect of uh, uh, cow's milk can exacerbate problems like asthma, sinusitis, and autoimmune diseases. And studies have shown that, that uh, dairy foods are one of the most potent risk factors for prostate cancer. Um, uh, it has been linked to ovarian cancer. And because milk is taken from pregnant cows, it's loaded with estrogens. So it's also been linked to uh, uh, higher risk for breast cancer. Now, why does the uh, um, uh, why do the dietary guidelines tell Americans, oh, you should drink milk? Well, theoretically, it's because um, it has calcium. And the idea is that, well, if you drink milk, it's gonna help your bones. Now, there is absolutely no commercial that you'll ever see on TV that will actually say that. The commercials will never say drinking milk will give you strong bones. What they will say is milk has calcium, you need calcium for strong bones, and they will allow you to make the inference that <laughs> if you drink milk, you, you will have strong count. bones, but they won't say it because there is no study that has ever shown that drinking milk gives you or helps build strong bones. In fact, all of the studies have shown the exact opposite. Right. The more the more consumption that the country uses, and we're looking at like population studies, we can look at countries like the United States having the one of the highest uh, dairy consumptions over two pounds per day per person. And we look at the top three countries where one of those top three, as we consume higher amounts of dairy, the higher the osteoporosis rates. And as countries Precise. eat less and less and less and less in their diet, they have less and less osteoporosis. I want to read right. some statistics here because you mentioned some things. Strong link between dairy foods and autoimmune diseases. Uh, studies referencing the link between exposure to dairy at a young age and type 1 diabetes. Cow's milk protein causes antibodies in the bloodstream that attack the pancreas. We do know that there's a risk of colon breast uh, prostate cancer is 34% minimally. Uh, we know that all animal proteins, particularly dairy, stimulates insulin growth factor, a growth-promoting hormone that you'd mentioned before. For women who have had breast cancer, just one serving of whole dairy a day can increase their chance of dying 
from the disease, 49% from one serving and dying from any disease, 64%. So, you know, we have to really start talking about these things. Human breast milk has uh, 2.7 grams per liter, yet compared to 20, 26 grams per liter for cow's milk. So explain that. There's a little bit of a disconnect. because People think, uh, you know, the industry said it can't make strong bones. Then they said, you know, uh, does the body good. Now they can't even say that because that was Ill inappropriately scientifically wrong. Then they said got protein, right? So they keep changing because we kind of inferred the right thing, but it, actually the data doesn't show that. Um, and more recently, uh, with the bovine leukemia DNA being present in breast tissue, about 37% of cancers may be attributable, tri attributable to the viral exposure of dairy. Right, right. That, uh, the, you're, you're right. The bovine leukemia virus is present in milk and other dairy foods, and studies are showing that that virus is being found in... Uh, uh, human uh, breast cancer tissue. And while the causative link has not been firmly established, there is definitely a link there. And um, I certainly, if I were a woman, would not take the risk um, of uh, ingesting a food that I don't need that um, uh, there are, that may in fact be causing and could cause or worsen uh, uh, breast cancer. Um, so for a number of different reasons, uh, um, dairy foods can um, exacerbate and increase the risk for breast cancer or uh, make, uh, uh, increase, as you mentioned, increase a woman who has already been diagnosed with breast cancer, increase her risk for dying uh, um, if she continues to, uh, to uh, ingest these foods. So um, I would encourage all women to, to uh, stop consuming dairy right away. And that even includes like, you know, yogurts and everybody's trying to do, I don't having like uh, some kind of kefir or organic. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's still no, absolutely. Those, those, you know, insulin growth factor, even if it's right. organic, it still has high amount of saturated fat. Number one uh, source of saturated fat in the American diet is dairy products. So cheese, cheese having the casomorphins, making it very addictive. And that's why people love to eat it. And that's why we put it on all, all, almost everything on some shape or form. I think that the consumer is starting to get the message because the downturn in milk cells has caused a huge stockpile like the largest in over 100 years. As of June 2018, we have a stockpile of 1.39 billion pounds of surplus of cheese. So they've taken the milk and turned it into cheese. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and let me finish on that. Then we also have 2.5 billion pounds of meat that's stored in the surplus in, in the U.S. reserves. So this is a huge amount of stuff that's being stored. And then that just tells me that it's not fresh and not really healthy. But this is what we keep doing. We keep on consuming these high amounts. Go ahead. You were saying? Yeah. I, I do, before we leave the topic of dairy, I, I, I want to emphasize that because people sometimes think, oh, well, you know, I don't use full fat dairy. I use, right. you know, reduced fat or I use skim. It's not, I mean, the fat is bad. And, um, you know, if, if, if you could look at one food that is perfectly designed for humans, it's, it would have to be human breast milk, correct? Right. Well, when you look at human breast milk compared to cow's milk, it's completely, it's, it's very, very different. It's different in terms of the type of fat that's in it. And that's why you can make butter and ice cream from cow's milk, but you cannot make butter and ice cream from human breast milk. It's exactly. because 
The fat in cow's milk is highly saturated, whereas the fat in human breast milk is primarily unsaturated. Mm -hmm. The type of protein that is in cow's milk, the amino acid composition of that protein is very different from the amino acid composition in human breast milk. And that's why ingesting cow's milk can cause autoimmune problems, whereas when babies are fed uh, their mother's milk, these problems don't happen. And so, everybody, everybody thinks we need so much more protein. And you, in fact, what you're mentioning before and what I talked about, it's like, you know, uh, 14 times more protein in, in, in cow's milk versus than the human breast milk. So the idea is that someone says, like, oh, now I need to have uh, whey and casein protein drinks. We're just, we're just pushing and upping the ante of pro-inflammatory, saturated, you know, uh, no, no fiber, no phytonutrients, sure. no antioxidant foods. And high in sugar, very high in sugar. And sometimes they even add high fructose corn syrup to it. Yeah. You, you know, let me, let me give you this analogy. Um, that I mentioned before that proteins are used in the body for structural purposes. Mm -hmm. So what I want your listeners to, uh, the way I want them to conceptualize this is to think of proteins as building materials. So if you we're going to build a house and you started off with a vacant lot. Clearly you would need a lot of building materials depending on how fast you're going to build that lot. So if you are building your, a house by yourself, you don't need people bringing you a ton of building material every day. You may need, you know, just a couple of, you know, rings of wood, you know, every week because it's going to be a slow process. When Dr. Morris, hold that thought. We'll be coming okay. back shortly and we'll talk about how to build the appropriate foundation sure. to continue on with the discussion of protein, where you get your protein after this okay. short commercial Don't break. Don't go away. This is exciting. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A dot com. Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10-step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diet, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti-inflammatories by Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Your life, your health, your network. 
You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. So today we're talking with Dr. Milton Mills, specialist here in nutrition and other things. We were talking about the dangers of uh, dairy, why we shouldn't be uh, consuming the product. And now I want to switch over to some more, more animal protein, just more proteins that people are eating a lot of because we have a lot to cover. Eggs. I want to read a couple of things. Eating one egg a day per day is just as bad as smoking five cigarettes per day for life expectancy. That's incredible. The USDA admitted that eggs cannot be legally labeled nutritious low fat, part of a healthy balanced diet, low calorie, healthy, helpful, or good for you or safe. The USDA says you cannot say it's safe, nutritious, or healthy. So let's talk about eggs because everybody thinks it's the perfect protein. And also the the next question I always get is, what about just having egg whites? Sure. Okay. Uh, So let let me finish this. Oh yeah. um, The building blocks, please. Right. Because that's, that's going to lay the foundation for everything else we're going to talk about. And I'll try to make it really quick. So again, you have somebody who's building a house by himself versus a contractor who's building a house and has an entire team of, of, of carpenters and masons and so forth. Well, clearly the person that's building the house by themselves needs materials de- uh, delivered to the uh, building site at a much slower rate than the person who has an entire team of you know, uh, uh, workmen at that at that. Uh, a building site because the contractor can build a house in say two weeks. The person who's building a house by himself is going to take probably three months. Well, likewise, the reason that cows have so much more protein in their milk is because a baby cow goes from being a baby to almost full size. Well, to being a full size cow, if it's allowed to grow naturally in three years, it takes human beings 20 years to reach adulthood. We are much more slow growing. Therefore, we need much less protein on a daily basis. Uh, and you contrast that with baby birds. Birds grow from, you know, uh, 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 fledgling to the point where they have to leave the nest and fly away in three to four months. That's why they have to essentially eat nothing but protein in order to uh, to grow that fast. So the amount of protein that you need depends on how fast you're growing. But once you reach maturity, you need much less protein. But if when you have reached maturity, you're still consuming a lot of protein, what is happening is you are stimulating your body, your your mature cells to grow. And that ultimately will lead them to become cancerous. Because as studies have shown that when humans ingest animal protein, it causes the liver to ramp up its production of something called insulin-like growth factor. Mm -hmm. Insulin-like growth factor stimulates cells to grow and cancer cells are loaded with uh, IGF-1 receptors. When these receptors are hit with these uh, with um, insulin-like growth factor, it that it stimulates them to proliferate, and suddenly you get a tumor. But it actually even gets worse than that. 
because it turns out that animal protein is faculatively dependent on methionine. Uh, I'm sorry, cancer cells are dependent on methionine. And it turns out that animal protein is much higher in its methionine content than plant proteins. Plant proteins have much less, I mean, something like, you know, four to five times less methionine than animal protein. And the highest sources of methionine, number one is fish, number two is chicken, mm-hmm. followed by eggs, beef, and uh, dairy foods. Wow. So again, by eating these animal foods, you are feeding cancer and giving it what it needs to grow. Yeah, and we haven't even talked about heart disease and no, there's diabetes and inflammation. We're just talking about one thing. Exactly. And so, so let's talk about eggs now. So uh, again, talking about, you know, everybody thinks it's the perfect protein. And, you know, remember Rocky drinking all the eggs and drinking it sure. down and everybody's sure. egg proteins and eggs, eggs, eggs. Disgusting. Eggs. Yes. <laughs> you know, high cholesterol, no fiber, you know, right. no, you know, no phytonutrients. They, they do artificially right. put some feed to get it, some antioxidants artificially uh, through its diet. But uh, explain a little bit about the dangers of uh, dairy. I'm uh, sorry, the eggs, okay. and also the GMAO sure. co- concept. Right. right. Exactly. Well, first of all, let's talk about where this idea that eggs are the quote unquote perfect protein came from. Again, early in the uh, part um, sort of late 19th, early part of the 20th century, when um, nutrition research was sort of gaining its footing, people were understanding that protein was made up of amino acids, and they were finally able to sequence uh, proteins and look at the uh, makeup of various proteins. They looked at human tissue, and then they looked at traditional uh, dietary sources of protein, and they said, well, of the usual dietary sources of proteins, eggs have an amino acid composition that is closest to human tissue of all the various types of proteins that humans ate. So that made eggs the perfect protein. Well, that's an idiotic premise because that really means that human beings should be eating other human beings. Exactly. Because clearly the, you know, other human tissue has the, you know, exact amino acid composition of, you know, human tissue. The point is you don't need to eat a protein source that has the same composition as your own tissues. As you mentioned at the beginning of this segment, our body is very good at creating an endogenous source uh, or pool of of amino acids from which it can draw from to uh, um, uh, make up you know, the, the the tissues that it needs to create on a daily basis. And in fact, as I had just mentioned a minute ago, it turns out that it is not good to eat animal proteins because animal proteins have too much of the sulfur-containing amino acids, especially methionine, that actually promote cancer growth. Not only do they promote cancer growth, they create so much acid in the body that they cause kidney disease, uh, which leads uh, can promote osteoporosis, as well as uh, a number of other problems. They also tend to be very high in an amino acid called lysine, which causes elevated cholesterol, which leads to um, um, uh, heart disease. And it turns out that animal proteins promote diabetes. So for a whole variety of reasons, animal proteins, including egg proteins, are not healthy for us. Now, you mentioned uh, the uh, 
TMAMO, which is trimethylamine oxide. Well, what is that? Well, again, because human beings are plant eaters, we have a somewhat limited capacity for uh, protein absorption in our uh, uh, intestinal tract. And when we eat large amounts of animal protein, some of that animal protein ends up passing through the small intestine and ends up being delivered to the colon where bacteria reside. And what happens when those animal protein residues are delivered to the, to the colon is that the bacteria there act on those protein residues and they actually putrefy them and cause them to essentially rot. And it creates a number of very toxic compounds, including uh, something called trimethylamine, which when it gets absorbed uh, into the bloodstream, goes to the liver, gets oxidized into something called uh, trimethylamine oxide, which is incredibly damaging to our blood vessels and creates lesions that then become filled up with cholesterol and can go on to call uh, arterial blockages. But TMA, TAMO can all, has also been linked to cancer production. But in addition to uh, um, TAMO, the uh, bacterial action on protein residues releases uh, ammonia, which again is very damaging to a variety of our tissues and organs. Um, and is a cancer promoter in its own right. It uh, uh, create, uh, creates hydrogen sulfide, which is why if you go into the bathroom after someone who eats meat, you need a uh, hazmat suit. <laughs> um, but again, hydrogen sulfide is also very toxic to our system, again, in its own right. It's a, it's a poisonous gas, and it has very toxic effects on the cells in the colon, and can promote colon cancer. Uh, and then there's other compounds called cadaverine, putrescine, uh, P-cresol, uh, which actually, when it's absorbed, has been shown to um, affect the function of brain cells called oligodendrocytes that are responsible for making the uh, uh, myelin sheaths that wrap around our nerves and help them function better. And studies show that this is one of the reasons that people who eat a meat-centered diet are more prone to anxiety, depression, and ultimately, over a lifetime, dementia and Alzheimer's diseases. Right. And so, so, so anybody who's uh, recommending, if there's any practitioners, naturopathic chiropractors, MDs who promote ketogenic, paleolithic diets and all, then they're not just selling you, they're selling you bad information. They're selling you down the river and probably selling you inappropriate drugs and inappropriate supplements then to treat those diseases because they didn't give you the first initial thing of first do no harm in their oath or absolutely the health is that you know we will not give a poison to anybody and now if you look at the data is that we're talking about these animal proteins are equivalent and i just want to read before we go to the break is when we talk about even processed meats one serving of processed meat a day increases risk of developing diabetes by 51 percent okay so that's just like one hot dog a day 
can increase your risk of, of bowel cancer 18%. And the World Health Organization has classified bacon and sausage and other uh, processed meats as carcinogenic to humans. So when we Absolutely. have a you know, meat lover's pizza with pepperoni and sausage and bacon on that, and that, that's just, you know, we're talking about one thing. Now we're talking about the whole right. level of that. Uh, compounding, you know, for, for, for decades, starting at a young age, this is why we started seeing these rise of cancer rates and, and chronic disease, heart disease, diabetes uh, in, in young people. And remember, everybody, all the money that you have in the world is not going to help reverse your disease. Food has to be your medicine at the end of the day. And you have to understand that putting a little bit more money, a little bit more effort in getting fresh foods, organic foods, non-GMO foods is super, super, super important. You cannot underestimate the power of nutrition. Even though most, I mean, I was just at a cancer patient this week and she came and she said, oh, I went to the local cancer hospital. They told her she needed to eat about this much. She's showing me a handful of meat every day and a little bit of dairy to keep oh her God. energy levels up. And Ooh. I said, look, I go, the difference between what we do and what the cancer hospital does is that we are evidence-based. And that was it. That's like that was my discussion. They, they are they are not evidence based. We are evidence based, but they're also giving the three hundred fifty thousand dollar treatment to treat their cancer, not help prevent it or get them through right. this aspect. So when we come back, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a few more animal proteins, and then I want to get into an idea or a topic that a lot of people uh, who listen and who follow, um, you know, natural healing uh, sometimes, you know, use a religious overtone. You know, maybe these animals were put here on Earth for us to eat, and you know, whatever. And I and I know that since you're you're a man of the scripture and you're you're a very uh, religious person yourself, I wanted to have bring you into that discussion of of, of entertaining some of those ideas from sure. someone who actually reads and and follows a strict religious lifestyle. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other animal proteins and then get in some ideas of what maybe the word in the book says or doesn't say about what you should be eating. And Absolutely. All right. So everybody, we'll be right back after this short commercial break from our sponsors. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Welcome, everybody. Wow, this has been an hour of information, and so much so that we're not going to be able to cover all the topics. So I just, uh, over the break. an hour already? Yeah, almost. (laughs) So so I'm going to invite you to come back if you want to do a part two of the show, because there's so much information. I do want to cover one segment before we finish, but God, we didn't cover beef. We didn't cover pork. We didn't cover fish. We didn't cover all these other things, which we we have. We didn't cover new 5GC. We didn't (laughs) talk about arginine. We didn't. Yeah, yeah, all this stuff. So we're going to do everybody. We're going to do a part two of the show. But let's go back to this concept because, you know, uh, it, at House of San Gemini, we're an integrative medicine, health and lifestyle center. And, and why is it called House of San Gemini? Because we are allowed under our, our kind of our covenant uh, to practice is that we're able to bring in the patient's belief system as part of their epigenetics for healing, right? Diet, lifestyle, environmental and belief system. So we find out whatever the patient's belief system may be, they might be Christian or Muslim or, or, or Tibetan or Buddhist or Hindu or maybe atheist, but we look at whatever their belief system is and incorporate that into how their body can innately heal itself, right? And food is that medicine. And, and as we were talking before, I hear a lot in these circles where a lot of people will say, well, you know, um, it, it said maybe, you know, thou may eat bacon or God said, you know, thou shall eat bacon, double cheeseburgers. I don't think it said that, but I hear no. this kind of, <laughs> in, indirectly. We see this a lot in, 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 in again, in, we make uh, the leap ourselves. We, we, we make the leap ourselves. So, um, uh, go ahead and talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, the Bible is very, very, very clear, uh, about, uh, um, what our natural diet is. The very first instructions that God gave to Adam uh, and Eve uh, is recorded in Genesis 1.29, where he told them to be vegans. And in fact, in the Garden of Eden, every animal there was vegan. Um, but in Genesis 1.29, God told Adam and Eve that um, every plant yielding uh, seed was to be their food. And um, What's, what's really interesting from a theological standpoint is that um, prior to the fall from grace, Adam and Eve had access to uh, fruit from the tree of life. And we're told in uh, uh, Genesis chapter 3 that uh, the fruit from the tree of life had the power to perpetuate life indefinitely. Um, uh, because uh, when God is uh, they're talk- talking uh, uh amongst themselves, they said, we, we now have to bar access to uh, the tree of life, lest the man put forth his hand, eat and live forever. And he didn't want humans to become uh, eternally living sinners. And that's why Adam and Eve were put out of the Garden of Eden. And because, and so from that, we could infer that the fruit of the tree of life had the power to restore and rebuild our tissues uh, indefinitely. So since they would no longer have access to that fruit, God enlarged their diet to include what in Genesis 3.19 is referred to as the plants of the field, which would include your uh, root vegetables, uh, uh, green leafy vegetables, uh, uh, legumes, and so forth that had previously been reserved for the animals. 
But it is crystal clear that human beings were created to be vegans. Now, what is what about how, the role that animals played uh, um, uh, in in uh, um, in God's plan for human beings? Well, again, Bible's very clear. If you read chapter two of Genesis, after God creates Adam, Adam, he says, it is not good for the man to be alone. And most people assume that after he says that, that he created Eve. But that's not what the Bible says. After he said that, he, cre he brings to Adam all of the animals for Adam to give them names. And that act, number one, shows that these animals had, um, I mean, personhood is, is, you know, English is very uh, weak when it comes to, to, to the, the proper words, but, but that they were, they were their own beings. And because you don't name something that doesn't have uh, um, its own sense of self. And, and so companions the companions as well. Exactly. The, right. That's the point. That right. the animals, we, we, name our, we, we name our pets, right? right? But we kind of tend to forget that you know, that was talking about naming these animals to keep, you know, that, that, companions. Yes, right. That these were names. animals' first, Adam's first companions right. were the animals. Right. And it was from seeing the, anim, the animals with their mates that Adam realized that he needed a mate. Uh -huh. And it was after he had given all of the animals their names that God caused him to fall asleep and then took his rib and created Eve. So the animals were put here to be our companions, not to be abused and mistreated. And then, you know, people use this ridiculous statement like, oh, he gave, uh, you know, gave us dominion. The word that is translated dominion is a word that means uh, um, uh, stewardship and, and uh, um, like uh, sort of, yeah, it's, it's kind of dominion you have over your family. It's, right. it's a right. protectorship. It's, right. you know, um, the, the Bible says that when, you know, Jesus rose from the grave and conquered sin and death, that he was given dominion over the earth and over humanity. Well, he didn't start eating us. He took care <laughs> of us. <laughs> you know, and, and so it, this is just, Right, uh, how it's misinterpreted and take people right. take it in their in their ways, you know, right. sponsored by X Y Z industry. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't ruthless dominion. No, no, and and one of the most beautiful passages in all of Scripture is found in Isaiah chapter eleven. Um, it is a prophecy of what the world will be like once sin and and evil are banished from from the universe, and that's that famous prophecy that the wolf shall dwell with the lamb and the lion shall eat straw like the ox because it says they shall not hurt nor destroy in all of my holy mountain for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. And that okay. means that when you are filled with God's knowledge, you don't kill, you don't hurt, you don't destroy. Right. And then in Daniel chapter 1, when Daniel and his companions were carried into the court of Babylon and they were given all of this meat and, and other uh, food to eat, Daniel refused to eat it. He told the chief eunuch, he said, look, I'm not going to eat this. Give us pulse, which is lentils and beans and vegetables to eat. 
And uh, the eunuch said, oh, my goodness, I can't do that because if you guys eat this stuff, you're going to be weak and sick. And then I'm going to the king is going to chop my head off because, you know, you guys have been chosen to be special, you know, emissaries to him. And Daniel said, "Okay, tell you what, let's do a test. Let us eat our vegan diet for 10 days. And after 10 days, you compare us to the people that have been eating the rest of this madness and see who is healthier and who can think better. And the Bible says at the end of 10 days, not only were Daniel and his companions healthier, but they also had better mental agility. So in a number of ways, the Bible tells us not only was it our, our original diet, but that by consuming that diet, we will be healthier and more mentally agile. Wow, that, that's eat. this great information. And you know what? This, this is going to carry on to another episode. So everybody, we're going to bring back Dr. Milton Mills because this is such an important. We haven't even touched the iceberg on the on this discussion. I really appreciate you coming in today, talking about just a general uh, aspect. And, and, and hopefully next week, we can have you on again. We're going to get into the details about the other animal proteins and continue this important discussion on you know, yes, th th these are these are beings. These are you know we have to have compassion for these animals. Absolutely. We don't we don't eat our dogs. Uh, yeah, we somehow we've been we've been disproportionately pushed away from uh, animals to understand this 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 feedlot or CAFOs scene in, in animal production. So everybody, thank you for joining us this week. It's a great uh, episode. Please share this. Hopefully, you'll come back and listen to the next continuation because there's there's about a handful of of discussions that we haven't even touched yet. So again, Absolutely. everybody, try to remember. Plants have protein. You want anti-inflammatory, phytonutrients, protein, and fiber in the food that you eat. Please stay tuned. Take back your health and share this link to everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Take Back Your Health with Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton can be heard live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we meet again, allow the lyrics from Rage Against the Machine to be our closing thought. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? <laughs>